Welcome to the Circularity Edge podcast, where we discuss the latest news and perspectives on the circular economy and issues relating to social, environmental, and economic sustainability. Join us every week when we discuss what's needed to create a sustainable, circular economy worldwide. Now, here is your host, Ken Alston. Hello, I'd like to welcome you to the Circularity Edge podcast. This is Ken Alston, and as you probably know, I was one of the first people to bring the ideas of circular economy into Latin America and the Caribbean, from Peru, Peru, Brazil, Aruba, Mexico, Bahamas, Panama, Chile, and most of all, in Colombia. And um, speaking at various events and with companies in Bogota, Cali, Barranquilla, Medellin, my favorite city in Colombia. And um, today I have a guest who's talking about Colombian coffee. About five years ago, just uh, as a little bit of background, I was 6,600 feet up in the West Indies picking coffee beans and learning about coffee roasting and the whole process that goes on with that ubiquitous drink that we have that we all take for granted without really realizing everything that goes on behind the scenes all the growers and the pickers and everything in between. And so we're going to go a little bit more in depth today about all of that good stuff. So hopefully you won't just think of a cup of coffee as just something you have to perk you up in the morning, but you'll understand a lot more about the background. And uh, to do that, I have a guest today, Josh Siegelbaum, who's the Director of Investor Relations for the Legacy Group. Welcome, Josh. Ken, thanks for having me. It's great to be here with you. Hey, I'm I'm very happy to be talking to you. Uh, So... The company you're working with has just launched a new coffee in the U.S. I believe it's called Abira Coffee. Is that right? That's right. So Legacy Group, we're a private equity firm and asset manager, and our flagship portfolio company is Green Coffee Company, which is Colombia's number one largest coffee producer. And we just launched Abira, which is Green Coffee Company's roasted coffee brand uh, in the U.S. And um, tell us a little bit about how that, how did that name come about? I believe there's a story behind the name even. There is. So uh, native to our coffee farms, the, the Barranquilla bird symbolizes our commitment to preserving Colombia's natural beauty. Um, the definition of a beer I, I have right here as well, which is pretty interesting. Uh, and, uh, while, while you're telling us about this, I'm just in the middle of just so everybody knows, I'm, I'm actually brewing a cup of a beer, the dark roast right now. And in a moment, I'm going to pour it out and, uh, and have a tasting session here with Josh. Yeah, so Abira means the god of creation in the native to the natives of the region where we grow our coffee, um, and we bring Green Coffee Company's coffee full cycle with coffee grown at our farms, processed in our state of the art facilities, and now roasted in the U.S. and it's available to the public, businesses, and retail partners through North America currently. So the reason um, you know I've been following the Legacy Group for a while and what you've been up to, and um, <clears throat> there's a lot in your story about sustainability and circularity. And these are important topics these days. Tell us a bit about some of the industry-leading sustainability practices that uh, the Green Coffee Company uh, uses. Sure. So uh, coffee in Colombia is very much a fragmented industry with antiquated practices. And what we're doing is we're really revolutionizing that and changing the way in which coffee is produced, the way in which people are treated and employed. We have over 400 full-time employees uh, at Green Coffee Company and and even more than that working with us now during the primary harvest. 
And we pay uh, formal employment. Uh, we pay into pensions, health insurance, time off, and provide fringe and benefits to our full-time workers. This really is just not typical to how things are done in Colombian coffee. It's very much informal, and people are typically paid cash and, and not in the means by which we're doing it. So we're lifting up the communities and where we operate through equal and fair employment with really kind of first world practices there. From an environmental perspective, we reduce waste and water um, at the at our wet mills. We reduce use of pesticides. Uh, we monitor weather patterns at the farms and use advanced screening technologies for that. Uh, we have a fully automated uh, wet mill, or two of them now in in Colombia, the most sophisticated wet mills in Latin in all of Latin America, and. And we're really just kind of revolutionizing the way in which coffee production is done, the way in which people think about it. We provide single origin coffee uh, here through our roasted channel in Abira. And it's definitely a specialty coffee product and um, one which we're proud of. So I know when I was, you know, up, up there in the Andes and I was picking a few beans and I think I sent you a couple of pictures of me from that, from that time, just <laughs> by way of introduction of myself. Um, I, it was it was quite an amazing journey that I, I took to get to get up there and to see the the pickers there. You know, they were obviously just they were coming down the mountains with their sacks of, of uh, freshly picked cherries, and presumably they were at that time they were being weighed and and they were paid you know so much per kilo. Um, but as you said, you're you're you know advancing from from that to a much more uh, fair wage type type situation, and I think you've got now. An increasing number of farms, right under your your your, uh, your care. I think it was last time I looked it was something like twenty seven farms. That's Over right. We're we're up to um, twenty six farms, sixty six hundred acres and counting. We have seven point seven million coffee trees planted. As of the time of this recording, we're going to be announcing another announcement to our investors in, in the coming days here, mm -hmm. further solidifying our position as Colombia's number one largest coffee producer. And I think at the moment you've got around three hundred investors, right, who who have joined you in this in this venture. That's right. Uh, we are right at just under three hundred seventy investors who have committed capital uh, north of forty six million dollars uh, into Green Coffee Company. Uh, we focus on accredited investors primarily in the U.S., but we have investors all over the world. Um, we're currently in the Series C funding round for Green Coffee Company accepting commitments from investors. Uh, we, we have a $100,000 minimum, and our investors are incredibly excited about the growth plans of the company. Uh, we're expected to either sell or more preferably conduct a U.S. IPO to exit our investors with a target year of 2026. So we have uh, investors in a private company with the goal of making that a public company and unlocking significant value. We're forecasting an 11x net return on invested capital here in the Series C funding round for our investors. Well, and that, that's a really important set of statistics there because, you know, I've been dealing in sustainability and circularity for a long time now, and you know the the, the myth is that you the, the sustainability costs you money, right? And here you're you're practicing the, among the most advanced techniques, in, including as you mentioned the you know digital agro agronomy and and monitoring your crops in ways that haven't been done in the past and and you're still forecasting you know excellent returns for your investors and so i think this is a really important message that you can do the right thing and have a, a, a you know a good sustaining business as well 
Absolutely. At, at Legacy Group, we believe that we can create investors meaningful, meaningful financial returns while also producing a positive social and environmental impact. And um, it's something we're very proud of. And, and we we take care of that at the day-to-day of our portfolio companies, such as Green Coffee Company. And, and we implement uh, what we say we are going to do. And and we, we have an entire investor presentation on impact, like an entire sustainability deck for anyone that's more interested on that facet of the business. Uh, it's definitely an impact-oriented uh, investment and kind of circling back to the circular economy point that you had and through in our Series C round here, uh, a new vertical that we're building out for our investors would be the monetization of coffee byproducts or cascara. Uh, we're looking at ways in which we can monetize the waste of coffee production and create another revenue vertical. So we're the alcohol distillery side of things. That's right. Yeah. So with the waste from coffee production, 80% of the coffee cherry, 75 to 80 is, is, is trash. It's wasted through, through Cuscada. And only 80% is the coffee bean that we know and drink that you're having right now this morning. And um, with that waste, we can create ethanol and ultimately branded spirits such as vodka and gin and create a whole nother revenue vertical for our investors. And that part of the business is expected to grow to produce just about 50 million in revenue in, in 2026, which is about 20% of the company's revenue that year. I think the numbers I saw were like 12,000 liters a day is target production. Yes, yes, that's right. Now, as well as as well as that, you have um, an awful lot of trees in those farms. You, I think you mentioned seven point seven million trees. Was it? Do you mention? Um, and you're you're adding more all the time and reforesting. Tell us a little bit about that. The sustainability of the. Of course. So, so we have a nursery on site um, at our facilities in Colombia, and through those nurseries, we employ heads of households, single mothers, and, and we, we have many of them in leadership roles and, and they head up our initiatives there for our coffee tree planting. Uh, we're planting millions of trees uh, in, and we're improving land that we're acquiring. So we'll buy land that either has existing coffee or, and there's a value add component where we could add additional trees and, and plant them. Um, or there is, um, land that's purchased that has no coffee that needs to be fully built out. We really like to focus on land that has coffee that that has value add that that seems to be key for us because we could pick up production in in the coming years and don't have to wait the entire cycle. Um, But we do always plant um, coffee is cyclical. So we have to replant trees on our existing farms and build out new ones. So we do this in our nurseries. We use state-of-the-art planning mechanisms. We use Elipot technology that is a biodegradable pod for our right, plants. So you're not using plastic pots to grow on the seedlings? We're not. We use biodegradable pods that uh, reduce tons and tons of plastic and waste from the environment. And we do it right at our nurseries. And, 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 we're doing and, and cost saving too, which is right, which is how you begin to to make that sustainability work economically as well. That's right. And, um, you know, we, we really do everything from the seed that germinates into the seedling to the planting to watching over the plants, making sure they mature. We have leading agronomists on site. And then once picked, we're in the harvest right now, the primary harvest in Salgar, where we operate. We, we process the coffee in our own state-of-the-art facilities, and then we sell farm direct 
green coffee to our national and international clients. And we're getting into roasted and byproducts. It's a really exciting time to be an investor and, and to be following the company. Well, and and you're you're moving up the up the value chain, right? So it's not only about growing the beans and selling the beans, which is obviously the first stage, but now in going into the roastering roastery side, you're um you're going the value chain, which is obviously also helpful for for the return on investment. Absolutely, yeah. There's much more margin to be had getting into roasted, and we get away from the volatility in commodity markets that we see in green coffee. So it makes a lot of sense. Uh, we can make more money per pound, and we could have smoother revenue and smoother profitability in, in the roasted channel. Now, tell me a little bit about the the four roasts that you've got. I've, I've got the dark roast here, and I've literally just poured myself a cup, and I'm going to be having a, a sip. My my first batch arrived from my, from my order um, just a couple of days ago. So here we go. I'm going to have a taste with you. So we have four current coffees launched through the Abira brand. One is the Estate Blend. It's a, it's a medium roast, which, which I have right here in, in front of me. That's what I had this morning. <laughs> I think you may have had the dark or, or the I bold. I the dark, choice. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have a bold choice as well, which is which is darker and, and richer, of course. And then we have a light roast uh, for those that you know not not so into the dark and and want a smoother smoother coffee. And then we have a decaf coffee, which which is a medium. So it's essentially a decaf version of, of the estate blend, which is a little bit lighter. And of course, decaf for people such as my wife who, who do not want to have caffeine, but want to enjoy a good cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, we, we had to get a jolt to get the get the podcast going today, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I have to say it's a very smooth taste. I, I can I get a very oily and you know, nice, you know, pleasant oily taste on my palate as I'm as I at the end of the drink. I don't know whether that's you know, in tasting terms, something that's that's being you know aimed for. Um, in in long long ago, I was a, I was a taster in um in the food and beverage industry, but not not in coffee. So it's my my coffee vocabulary isn't very good for tasting. What you're describing is is pretty typical for a bolder, darker coffee, such as the one that you're drinking. Uh, I, I, you wouldn't so much experience that with the medium roast that we have. It's right. more of like a, um, I'd say like a lighter body to it for sure. That then you'd find with the uh, with the dark. I'd encourage you to try try the other ones. When you uh, yes, I, I will. I'll, I'll go on and try the others. <clears throat> I'd get the the full the full test start to start with. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I I I heard the um your CEO talking on one of the investor calls um, that's online. And I have to say it was very inspiring to, you know, to hear about the positive impact that's being made um, and not just, you know, being less bad and not being as bad as, you know, the next person, but actually moving ahead into the positive territory and making things better. And, um, you know, I think on the, on your website, you talk about six impacting six different um uh, sustainable development goals from the UN, and that 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 sense of of um, belief and transformation, you know, socially, professionally for your for your staff, uh, really comes through strongly from the top. Yeah, it it does most certainly. So I mean, we in our investor presentation we lay out the sustainable development goals that we focus on: gender equality, clean water and sanitation, decent work. 
responsible consumption. This is really the core of the business. So everything we do, we do under an impact lens and we want to make sure that that we're making an impact in one of these categories. And, and like I said, we, we believe that you know, we're impact driven, however, financially focused. So every decision we make, we, we want to make sure that it's financially feasible and also fits into these impact goals set forth by the UN that we focus on. And, and part of that is bringing people from the informal into the formal economy, right? So you, you've got practices where you are teaching people banking and where you're actually credentializing people so that so they understand you know the the ways of the uh, you know of the formal economy and helping them to, to you know come fully out into the, the the productive formal economy which people in the developed west take for granted yes they do and some interesting stats for you on on formal employment in Colombia in the industry that we're in. So we provide pensions to 75% of our employees, the sector average 1%, which is pretty astounding. And then healthcare coverage, we provide for 100% of our employees. The sector average is only 3%. Pretty astonishing differential there. And then for formal banking, we do 95% of our employees bank formally. Sector average is only 41%, so we're double that. So we're really leading the competition, I'd say, or leading the industry in informal employment and, and what we do at, at the company for our employees. Now, you, you mentioned that the roastery is, is a U.S. operation right now. I think, am I right in thinking that today it's contracted, but you're working on, on your own facility? Yes, that coffee that you are drinking today is fulfilled through a, a third-party roaster in the United States, and it was roasted very fresh within the last month or two. We're building out a U.S.-based roaster, our own proprietary roaster, with the proceeds of the Series C funding round. We expect $15 million to be deployed to build our own proprietary roaster that is capable of doing over 30 million pounds of roasted coffee a year at full capacity. Uh, we expect to open our first facility in 2024, and it'll be fully automated from roasting to grinding to packaging. And in 2026, our forecasted exit year, we expect over $200 million of revenue from the roasted coffee vertical and to really transition all of our sales from green into a roasted model. Well, at the end on the podcast, I will um, I will put a link to your uh, Abira site there so people can click through and find out more about it and um, hopefully enjoy a morning roast from 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 your from the green coffee company um what else would you like us to know about uh, abira and green coffee and the things that you're up to well I, I would encourage your investors to follow our newsletter get in touch with us i, I would love to uh, speak with you individually about your needs and and have you kind of follow the narrative and the growth of the company we have a regular newsletter that goes out every week and uh, you could subscribe to that on our website. So perhaps we could link to our, our website at the end here as well. On Abira, I have an interesting promotion for, for your listeners here on the podcast, uh, which we will link these codes um, in the show notes as well as the Abira website. But we have a promotion for buy one, get one free and another for first three bags free on any subscription option. We have the Abira coffee available through subscription. So we'll definitely link those promotional codes for your listeners here, as well as a link to the Legacy Group website. So they could follow us and, and 
follow along and what we're doing and, and learn about what it takes to become an investor in the company. Well, it's interesting that you're, you know, you're taking those, one of the elements of, of uh, circularity is this idea that we don't, we, we, we get rid of the concept of waste, right? That we, we don't even think about waste anymore. And you mentioned how, you know, a large proportion of the, in the current coffee production, a large proportion of material is wasted. And now you're going to be using that as a new input material to a whole different product line. And so I think I think that's that's another important concept, I think, for people to grasp is this idea that you're not only thinking about coffee and doing the right thing for the for the workers and doing everything you can to make that sustainable and circular. Um, but you know you're you're moving that into not just trying to sell it to somebody else and hope somebody wants what you what you have as that's currently wasted, uh, but you're taking the initiative to actually you know invent a whole new line. There's there's innovation going on. It's an interesting point, and I couldn't agree with you more. We're literally creating revenue out of waste or out of trash, and you know the the coffee cherries begin to ferment within 24 hours it takes significant capital investment to scale what's needed and we have that capital we have the sophistication uh, we're building a distillery on site at our wet mills in colombia so that we could literally process ethanol immediately after uh, the coffee is depulped no one else is doing this at scale that we're aware of uh, we want to focus on spirit production first it doesn't face the same requirements of products like teas and cosmetics that Cascara has been used for in the past. Being the largest producer in Colombia, we have millions of pounds per year in free waste that we're going to use to create, to untap the potential of the coffee cherry. One of the other things that I saw in the presentation was the, the whole question of the, the, the devaluation of the, the local currency and how, how important it is to get the economics right here um you know and, and getting out of the basically getting out of the commodity business is is a really important part of what you're doing yes yes right now colombian peso per us dollar it's hovering somewhere around 5000 to 1 when we started this project back in 2017 it was under 2500 to 1 even in the last 6 to 12 months we've seen a big rise from 4000 to 5000 what that means is every dollar invested and deployed can buy more assets in Colombia. We're accepting commitments in U.S. dollars, issuing equity in the U.S. to our investors with that capital. We're buying more land. It goes, it's stretched further. And what's interesting about coffee, it's a commodity that's sold globally in dollars. So it's a really interesting hedge and an arbitrage opportunity um, as the Colombian peso and the U.S. dollar go closer to historical averages. We can recapture value as well uh, with the exchange rate differential, and we see you know tremendous value in deploying investment dollars from USD to Colombian pesos right now. It, it's really an, an, a wonderful market for investment, one which we see growing at a fast rate relative to its peers in Latin America. Very much capitalistic and open for business, and 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 we think that's it's the place to be in the region uh, in the emerging market space. Very good. Well, I'm very excited to to see the progress. I'll continue to get my newsletters, and um, and when I get the code from you there to put in the in the in the podcast here, uh, you, the folks on the other side can look forward to another order from me because I'm enjoying my roast while I've been listening to you talking today. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Yes, please. If you'd like to learn more, connect with us through Legacy Group, legacy-group.co. 
We can also purchase a beer of coffee one time or through a subscription at abiracoffee.com. And we have two promotional codes, Abira, buy one, get one, and first three free. We're going to link both of those for you guys here and look forward to hopefully welcoming you as customers of Abira and as investors in Green Coffee Company. And thanks so much, Ken. You're very welcome. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Circularity Edge podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit our website at www.circularityedge.com. Until next time, bye Circular.